Warning, you never know what's going to pop out of our mouth. We may or may not use inappropriate language, but you, if you know us, you can guarantee we probably are. Warning. What's up? What's up? I'm Sarah, the mother. And I'm Jewel, the daughter. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to What, what the, the F is Ladylike. Us women do not have it easy, man. No, standards are high. Standards are high. First time listening to us. Welcome, welcome, guys. Welcome to our podcast. So, everybody do that upgrade on their iPhone lately? Yeah, you know, the new upgrade, you know, because if you don't do it, your phone will start acting out. Right, that one. <laughs> That's the one I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, I was FaceTiming Jewel the other day. And she's like, man, you look amazing. Everything is like uh, blurred out in back of you and you're just up front. You look great. And I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, do you have a filter on there? I'm like, no. Yeah, it it was. I was just like, you know, you, you look really great. Yeah, it's like smoothed out. Uh, the background is all like fuzzied out. And then it's just focused on her. And it was just kind of like she was in like the portrait mode because that's what portrait mode is in your phone. And it's a filter. And it also helps like it's like a smoothing filter. And so I was like, girl, you look good. And then I updated my phone. And Simon was like, which is my man. He's like, honey, when we were FaceTime, he's like, he's like, you look good. He's like, but you just look extra good right now. He's like, you, you're it. He's like, it's like you're just really focused on you. And and she's over there like, well, dude, I just had an episode. How the fuck can I even like, you know, look good? You know, what are you talking about? Yeah, I have not been putting myself together lately. So, <laughs> I mean, just finding just little times to do it. But I was looking like crap. So I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. But um, yeah, I mean, I and then not only that, I've noticed for TikTok, when you go to make a TikTok video, it's like an automatic filter that they put on your face. Like it's like you're not even setting a filter. It's just like this automatic filter they put on your face that like clears it up, I guess. So if they're forcing us to have these filters and look a certain way, how does that make us feel as women? Well, I mean, it's going to be happening to men, too. But to me, that's almost like body shaming us. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we used to have back, you know, when I was younger, we used to have just these like colored filters that, you know, would just change the colors of the filter and like the softness and all that stuff. Now you can go to the where it's like it 
the filter will change your nose shape. It'll change your lip shape. It'll change your eye shape. It'll change your cheek shape and all this stuff. And it won't even look like you anymore. How do you do the rewind? How do you do a rewind sound? I can't do that. I'm just like, <laughs> it's like, a, no, I don't know how to do a rewind sound. Could you? I don't know, dude. You're making me sound dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so rewind back to when uh, Snapchat was first introduced. That was fun, right? You know, you had like the dog. That's when filters really to me was fun, was fun. And that's when I started exploring filters. You know, you turned yourself into a deer or, you know, fun stuff like that. Harry Potter filters, um, different random filters. But now it's kind of gone to an extreme where it's not so fun anymore. Because it's not like you're changing into a different character for like a fun thing. It's where um, young, young, young adults and young children feel obligated to use these filters to feel accepted or they like again so it's like i mean this in the nice way possible but it is in some sort of way a catfish you have a filter on your face and then if these people see you in real life they're going to be like not in a bad way but they're like oh you don't you don't look like that in your pictures and that's just you know you gotta separate that so they're automatically doing this. It's not like mm-hmm. they asked us, right? They're like, oh, everybody looks like shit. We need to put a, a filter on everything. I was kind of taken back by it because we've been struggling with the youth of trying to spread awareness that it's okay for you to be you. It's okay for you to be different. You don't have to mold yourself into this cookie cutter look that uh, that society wants you to be. And then bam, as I'm as we're trying to talk about that and spread that awareness, automatic filters go on. And then when you go to look in the mirror, it's different. And then you look on your phone, it's di- you know, it's different. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh I feel like it's we are in as us normal people we are in this society of where we've grown up to seeing actors and famous people on tv and they're airbrushed they're also fixed pixelated fixed up on the screen as well and then when you have access to being able to present yourself looking as though as like these stars we have these filters now that, oh, we could be these cool pop stars too, looking all filters. And then, but a lot of them have spoken out saying, no, 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 guys, this is what I really look like. They're redoing my my magazine cover or my movie screen photo thing. And it's like, you don't, you're, we are kind of like forced to live up to the standard that they're not even living. It's just a fixated fantasy. Do you remember all those infomercials for the makeup that you could like put in something to actually like airbrush the makeup on your face? And it was supposed to, they were like, oh, you can look like the stars if you just get this product and you airbrush it on your face. And then you have this airbrushed, 
perfect skin like the stars do you remember those infomercials mm -hmm. yeah 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 that is like you, there's so many um i guess beauty standards that kind of make you feel forced into this that way of doing things to feel accepted mm -hmm. well it's even down to like you go taking your pictures into a place to have printed, right? Mm -hmm. Didn't you run into a situation or somebody ran into a situation where they were editing their photos and they went to go pick them up and it it was all touched up? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's been cases where not even celebrities, but people who have professional photos taken and like even down to guys, I'm not joking you. I can say this because my kids in school, we do year, every year we do photos for her. I mean, the first year, unfortunately, we did all the yeah. photos. They didn't do photos for her. But, you know, the last year and this year we're doing photos. And I showed you, I think I showed you on it. Now they can make it to where they touch up kids photos to where they don't have blemishes, they don't have their things. And I'm like, but they're fucking kids. They have blemishes. They have little weird little bumps on their face sometimes. And when they get older, they're going to have other weird bumps. They, like, you are making them feel like that's a problem or that's not normal. That's not okay. So when I saw that, that's it. That, she's a, dude, that was a first grader. And they're like, you can make it to where they can have smoothed out skin and all this stuff. And me and, me and Simon were like, no, nah, dude. Keep her how she is. We want to see all her quirky little smiles and dimples and stuff. So by pointing out certain items um, about your body, other people doing that, like, oh, well, we need to make this better. We need mm -hmm. to do this. Now you're going to be focused on that, exactly. right? Now it's going to get in your head, exactly. right? Like, this part of me is not okay. Exactly. When we, we being Jewel and I, are out here going be yourself mm -hmm. be that person you want to be mm -hmm. you it's okay to be different and then you have others just sh shoving it down in your face yeah i mean <clears throat> i feel like um we're in this very very large uh society era of you know gym if you don't go to the gym you don't work out then you're just this lazy piece of shit but not everybody can go to the gym and go work out. A lot of people have health issues. A lot of people have things that get in the way. Either they're too busy or whatever. So it's like if you don't do that standard of going to the gym, if you don't. I mean, it is nice to get exercise, but everybody has their own form of exercise. It doesn't have to be going to the gym. And now if you don't go to the gym, if you don't do the right diets, if you don't eat properly, it's it's honestly, it should be basically upon yourself upon your own body about what your body is telling you is right and okay so there's nothing i can do about your phones i i we have um iphones in our mm -hmm. house i have no idea if android is doing the same thing or not i just know that apple is doing it well in certain apps too as on tiktok and i'm pretty sure instagram they do an automatic filter. It's kind of like this. Like when we would first start uh, 
typing into social media or texting and they would do an autocorrect. And you're like, that's not what the fuck I was saying. And now you're taking a picture and it's autocorrecting the way you look, right? Right. And I mean, if you, to test it out to see if there's a filter, it's super simple. Just move your hand in front of your face. And then if you see a freaking eyeshadow or eyes, things and ellipse and all this stuff and it's a whole nother face, then it's not your face. It's a different face on something else. So that's how you could test if you have a filter going on. Just put your hand in front of your face and see if something pops up. And it's very easy to tell. And I got to tell you, some of the imperfections that are on my body, some of the imperfections that are on other people's body are are not ugly. Mm -mm. It's what makes us who we are. I have freckles. I have scars on my face. I have, well, I I I can't really say that because the girls in my house would just you know uh, probably lash me. I mean, I do have some stretch marks, but um, the rest of the girls in the house they have a lot of stretch marks, so they're like, "Shut the fuck up, Sarah." You you have you have like one or two, and but it's different i mean but also you have scars on your body from other things and mm-hmm. stuff so it's just you probably have scars on your body that you know you're like mm, i don't feel comfortable showing these scars and it's just i was fortunate enough to have double c section mm-hmm. babies and ginormous fucking babies <laughs> and so you know they just i was in a tiny body you can only fit so much in a tiny body. So I just stretched her out. And, you know, I did it one time and then I decided to do it again. Don't know why, but, you know, I do know why because I got my beautiful, beautiful children out of it. But that in itself, having children and what your bodies come back to and looking like that is that that in itself for moms is hard and you have celebrities or you have women who have bounced back and you're like fuck man i didn't do that i didn't bounce back my stomach doesn't look like that i got stretch marks all over me i wish i could be like you start wishing you're like i wish i wish i wish i wish but then you have to stop doing that because you're gonna hold yourself to a standard that as much as it's gonna hurt to say you're never gonna get to you're never going to look like that. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, uh, you could try to go get surgery, but that's only going to fix the outer problem, not the inner problem that you need to face within yourself. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I have a hard time accepting my shit, but I always remind myself of why. And my body is a bigger purpose than for looks. It's not just for looks. My body doesn't serve a purpose just for looks. It fucking has two babies. (laughs) (laughs) I want to challenge everybody. Everybody. I don't care what your age is. I don't care what your gender is. I want to challenge everybody. So deep down inside, everybody has an insecurity about something on their body. About something. It could be anything. It could be your toe. Every single day, I want you to stand naked 
in front of the mirror for a little bit at a time. So that way you get used to accepting those things that that you have an issue with. I used to have the cutest little ass a long time ago, even though I don't have none. I don't know what the fuck happened. It fucking fell. You know, I, I've gained some weight because of, you know, they've liked to, you know, shoot shoot steroids and give me steroids through my long-term COVID and um, my ankle. And, and there are things about me that I'm not, you know, 100% happy with. But it's about accepting, right? So it's not in your head. Whether it is a stretch mark, whether it's a scar, stand in the mirror and and accept it. That's a part of you. Everybody has something about them that they just don't like. But it's okay to be okay with that. You had children, you have stretch marks all over the place. Accept it. Accept that. It's a, it's a part of life. We're not all ce- celebrities. We're not all, you know, athletes. athletes. <clears throat> and I think having everybody look different, having everybody be themselves is a lot more beneficial than to have everybody looking like a Barbie doll. Honestly, it's more beautiful to see that. I love... I love to see people's differences and different spins on things. Cause like people will probably say like me and my mom sometimes have a similar style cause we do sometimes, but then there's some styles that my mom will do more so than I will, or I will do more so of something than she will. But that doesn't necessarily mean that because I like some of my mom's things. It's not like I'm going to be like, oh, I need to take on everything because I love her style because there's some things she is. I will just fight. She's more girlier than me and she dresses up more than me sometimes. But then I'm could be I, I don't know what to call my style, really. But you're you. You're you. Exactly. But I would say like I don't um, I used to venture more on that side of the I guess labeled girlier side because I felt um when I was younger and it's probably because of you know generation I was in and what social media was like birthed at my era and it's just you kind of I hate to say it but you're like feel forced to be a certain way and especially where I lived at a certain time the girls were super influential around me and I moved to a certain place and I looked different. I moved, I'll move from just moved from a city to a small area and I got looked at differently. I got looked at like I was an outsider and that repetitive behavior made me feel like I had to fit in a mold. And I didn't get out of that state of mind until I had kids. 
and um, I don't I, I don't know what it was. I mean, I really feel like you go through this process of giving birth, and when you give birth to your child, and your hoo ha is just out, and your everything is just out for business. You just don't give two shits anymore. You're like fuck it, like I don't care. And I mean, for other people, there's been another a different um, thing that's been for them to make them be like, no, I'm I'm gonna live for me and live for whatever I like. But it took me some time. I um, even when I met my current partner. I was dressed differently and I when I came back to myself again of what I enjoyed to put on my body I was kind of hesitant and I shouldn't be because it's me it should be whatever I'm comfortable with but I was hesitant to feel accepted from the people around me mainly my partner because I used to wear dresses all the time. I did. That's when he met me. I wore dresses all the time and I don't anymore. And so I'm like, uh, is he going to fall out of love with me? But no, I'm the same person. Yeah. I'm just a better me because I'm being truly me. Mm-hmm. And that's what you that's what you got to do. You got to try and be truly who you are. Because if you act somebody like act like somebody that you don't want to be or somebody that you're trying to reach to be, like I said, you're trying to get to this goal or get to this potential, whatever, you just you just you got to be you. You got to be what feels right in you. I looked and I saw Fashion Week, right? All the skating bodies, all of, you know, what everybody wants us to be like, right? And I what all the men want to see? Yeah, pretty much. Not all of us women are like that. And I as I was looking at that, uh I noticed that this this person sprayed a dress on uh, a female. And I'm like, well, crap, that can't be healthy. Like, you're spraying on chemicals onto a body, and it's going with her, you know, she's she's naked, she has, and it's going on her like it's paint, and then it turns into a dress. And I'm like, what the heck are we doing? What the heck are we doing? Because, let's be real, if that was spray painted on me, that'd be a hot ass mess, you know? And everybody is saying that it's so iconic and it's so trend setting and all this bullshit. But again, it's not on a normal body. I mean, I don't want to hate on the model that it is and where she's been and where she's gotten and all the credit that she deserves. But I think, like, when you speak of that, like, it's kind of like you, normal people are kind of getting sick and tired of this, I don't know, standard model look that not everybody looks like that. And, again, you're trying to reach this Thing that you're n- never going to look like that and it's just because their bodies are so skinny their bodies are n- not even necessarily skinny they may be toned and fit and their legs are long their mm-hmm. arms are long and you know I, I, their fingers look beautiful my fingers are short and stubby like it's just like you, but then that's where people start nitpicking those flaws by looking at that mm-hmm. stuff they start, they look at that, 
because the, when you showed it to, showed it to me, the first thing I like, I, I feel like a lot of women have this problem. Um, I love to root on other women, but I also look at other women and compare themselves to me. And I'm like, oh shit, look, she has nice boobs. I don't have nice boobs. Mm-hmm. Her stomach's flat and nice. I don't have that. Her legs are just toned and beautiful. No scratches. No to- How the fuck she has no scratches on her legs? Right. Huh? Like <laughs> a normal person bumps into a table or the side of the freaking corner of the wall every now and then. I know. Freaking A, you have a bruise on the side of you right now. It's like a hot mess, man. Right there. Right there, yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's just the little thing. It's not even there's big major things to st- point out, but there's little things that it's just like we don't like the cheekbones. Like that's a really hard one for women. Women, and that's where it's like those filters come in, where it's like your jawline doesn't look all good because either you we all fucked up and slept wrong our whole lives <laughs> and slept were side sleepers or I don't even know. Put your hand on your jaw, whatever. I mean, it's just. Yeah. I, I wish for the industry, they have the money for it. They have it all. Do it with real people. I know these right. models have earned it. I understand this. But I think society, people who are getting older, growing up, we want to see real bodies. We do. We want to see real bodies. Real not... faces, real blemishes. Yeah. So then I was looking into this and I'm like, man, they're putting chemicals on there. Yeah. It's a fabric. Oh, this can't be good. It's going to be, it's like an aerosol. That's not good for your environment. And I'm like, oh man, I'm my hippiness is coming out right now. Um, but in all reality, you're putting a chemical on your body, which... It's going to absorb into your skin, even though it's not, even though I have no idea what that chemical is. But I was looking into it and and only if you're a regular Joe, you're not going to be able to have something like that spray uh, dress. It's it's only going to be available to the famous people right now. Well, yeah. And any other thing that these people are wearing in fashion week. No normal person is ever going to be able to achieve to have that. Right. We're going to be able to have the knockoff Walmart version. Woo. I mean, shit, I found, I found a long time ago, $10. And I still wear it to this day. It's one of my favorite jumper rompers and it is rainbow. And it's 10 bucks at Walmart, guys. Do not sleep on Walmart. They have good shit. (laughs) Just saying. That's just a little just a little pointer for you guys. They got good shit. So before we leave you today, I want to make sure that everybody can can just get back to themselves, mm-hmm. right? There's nothing we can do about society unless mm-hmm. we are voicing our opinions loud to where they change. Yes. Right? So we need to be loud and and proud and believe in ourselves and be okay within your body. We need to spread this into our youth. It's okay. It's okay to be different. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's okay not to look like everybody else. Mm-hmm. So. And that's why my daughter walked into second grade with blue hair and nobody else did. <laughs> you let them express themselves. Yes. Yes. 
you have to start with your children because the youth struggle with bullying. It starts then there. So if somebody is not looking like the cookie cutter Barbie doll, they start getting made fun of. Same with males and females. Mm -hmm. So let's say somebody likes the same gender. They start getting made fun of. What do you think that happens? What do you think happens? Even if it's your family, your friends, what do you think happens? What what do you think happens as an adult? What kind of anxieties and struggles could a person have from being made fun of, whether it's your family or your friends? Those people are not your friends. And if it is your family, you need to come to the realization that you, you are okay. It's okay to not be exactly like everybody else. And those that do have family members that are not accepting of things, maybe you don't need them in your life. I mean, to reel it back to kids, I mean, you just let your kids be kids and let them choose whatever they like to a certain extent as long as it's safe and you know that kind of thing but quit gender stereotyping shit because my kids play with all things whatever gender I don't care I also don't care about if my daughter as what society would say talks like a boy um, because it's her, that's her, that's her lingo. That's her talk. That's what she does. I'm not going to stop it. She's going to keep talking the way she wants to talk. She doesn't say anything bad. She, she's a great, she's a great fucking kid. And bro. Yeah. <laughs> Something that used to kind of worry me, um, was when one of my daughter's checkups, her doctor was talking to her, having conversations. And again, she's not into anything like bad. She's just into whatever she's into. And I read after the appointment, I read the notes the doctor left. And I think she was like four at the time. It was mm -hmm. right before she was like beginning school. And the doctor had put, Emma has other interests that other kids her age don't have or like she's basically like different than other kids her age like she's into other th like things that normal kids her age aren't into because she said she wanted a hedgehog as a pet mm -hmm. she's into nightmare before she's into jack mm -hmm. she's into goosebumps at the time and other normal kids are watching fucking bluey and other Mickey and Mouse she was shit. into the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. So she's telling saying all this stuff. And now, you know, I, I, it probably took me probably a good year for, I was sitting in my brain going, shit, like, fuck, am I like, what am I doing? Whatever. And I'm like, no, that's my fucking kid. She's just being who she wants to be. And I've had an awakening too, where I've just also been like, just 
let my kids be th- themselves. And to actually hear that, I'm like, fuck it. Yeah, dude, she is not like other kids. And I fucking love that she's not like other kids because some of these other kids out here are kind of crazy. Okay. And I sit there and I look at my kid and I'm like, fuck yeah, you do you. You ain't doing what everybody else is doing. And also my kids have a kind of 50-50 relationship with electronics where it's like, I don't tell them no to electronics, but then because I don't say no to them, they will walk away from it and not have a problem with it and want to go play outside and want to do things other than be on the electronics because I let them be. And I also don't let her just go wild on freaking YouTube. You can't do that, guys. YouTube is not a safe place for children. The point of it is my daughter is now in second grade and has now been vocal about things that she's been into and i'm not opposed of it she wanted her hair blue she, she wanted to be like Coraline, but now she's just she's, she's like emma now she's yeah. she we've talked to her about it and now she's not like Coraline. she's emma she's just emma mm-hmm. and she's got her own personality you know but she loves Coraline, so she got the idea from it and so i'm like you do you girl mm-hmm. and everybody is like the parents would be like you dyed her hair I'm like, yeah, she wanted to. Well, she did it in a safe way. It wasn't like a non... Right. You can't... FYI, you cannot dye children's roots. Don't do that. You can't bleach the roots. You can make them bleed. Do do like a dip dye. That's what you got to do. Like half hair, half hair, all that kind of stuff. And then also, I got my little son who, I mean, I didn't didn't force nothing on him, but he has his own... He's got his own, he's got his own zone. <laughs> I don't really know how to, he's in his own lane. Um, and if you are disrupting that lane, oh no, no, he will let you know. Um, but, you know, he just has his own interests and in all these, his own things that he finds. And he sometimes plays with his sister's dolls with her, her and it's because they're interacting and playing. Mm-hmm. That's what kids should do. Right. It's okay for kids to play. So I talk about that foundation because that's where it starts, right? Teaching your kids that it's okay the way that they are, Mm -hmm. the way that they look. Because growing up, hopefully that will stick with them. And you won't have to be like Barbie and Ken, right? And who wants multiple Barbies and Kens? I like to see... I like to see... I like to see the imperfections because the imperfections are what make everybody beautiful. I I like to see strut marks because then I feel more accepted. Mm-hmm. I like to see when people have their hair thrown up in a bun and not put together sometimes mm-hmm. because then sometimes I'm not put together. And right. then I feel like maybe I can walk outside and not be put together sometimes. So what I want you to get from the show is to really think about it really think about how you look at other people mm-hmm. and how you look at yourself. And when and when you're looking at other people, notice that those imperfections are beauty. Mm-hmm. So until next time, I'm Sarah. And I'm Jewel. Peace.
What the F is Ladylike is produced by us. Our theme song is by Comeback Karma. Don't forget to like and subscribe.